Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Monty Ward and my guest today is Isidore Vaira from the GD Vaira Winery in Piemonte. Barolo. Barola in Piedmont. Yes, but it's Piedmont. <laughs> in Piedmont. So, Izzy, just tell me a little bit about your fantastic family. I think your your family, the Vara family, is one of the most liked families in Italy in terms of wine. You all of you are just so nice. How, how do you do it? You know, you're great actors, or or what? Yeah, it's a it's a strange story. Uh, everything born thanks to our father. Uh, and his name is Aldo. And. Uh, our family, the region of our family, are in Barolo, but our grandfather, after the Second World War, he started to work to the Italian Secret Service. So from in the Bar- Secret Service? Exactly, but it's Italian, okay. <laughs> not the USA. So he moved in Torino, moved and to so Torino. our father, he, he born in the city. This was very important because he had the education of the city, so more open wine um, education. And then I uh, was in 68 uh, when in USA there were the movements against war in Vietnam. We had something of similar in Europe, in Italy. Torino is a very warm city about politics. So one day, so our father, he decided to went in the streets to a demonstration. Unfortunately, or fortunately, the people passed close to the office of our grandfather that he was not happy about this, so... So you didn't like all the noise and confusion and exactly. potential for anger and violence and things like that? Yeah, in the heart, yes, but uh, yeah, the punishment to our father was to to, to spend his uh, free time in the countryside. Uh, the life of the time was totally different from today, more hard. But yeah, became the this was the occasion, opportunity to Papa to start to love this work. And uh, so he bought some land, did he? Yeah, we had before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he started with nothing, zero point three hectare of vineyards. Really? And that big dreams. And now, how big is the winery? Uh, we grow more than sixty. It's a lot. Well, uh, there is a motivation. <laughs> In '86, hailstorm destroyed everything, and that was the moment when Papa and Mama they understand that. It's important to have a big dream in, a, in their life. So basically what, what you're saying is you have a backup. So if one vineyard gets hailed on, you've still got grape supply, hopefully somewhere else, yeah? Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> so what do you we have? A, we have a winery, but to us it's like to have four different winery because uh, the work in uh, Barolo or in Santo Stefano Belbo or in Dogliani is, uh, is, is very different. But So tell yeah. us about your most famous vineyard sites. I think it's Brico delle Viole to us because it's our heart, it's where we live, where we are. So what is a Brico? Uh, Brico means uh, the the top of the hill. Mm-hmm, the summit. And yeah. Viole? And Viole is the violet, the flower. So that's the, it's Violet Hill. Yeah, Beautiful in name. springtime yeah. is, uh, is Violet. So you have to have violets growing between yeah, the vines, exactly, do you? Exactly, exactly. That must be a nice thing to work when you're out and, and you see the flowers come out. Yeah. Does the wine taste fine? It's Nebbiola that you have in the vineyard. Somebody yeah? say yes. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful place where you work inside the, the Bricco delle Viole. You, you are on the top. No? You see all of the hill of the Lange region. And, and then you, yeah, you look on the east and you see all of the, the hug of the mountains. The Alps you're talking exactly, about. Exactly, yeah. the Monviso. Do you see snow on them? Ah, yes, a lot. We hope to see a lot of snow. Anyway, yeah, it's a great place. Inside these vineyards, you, you see all of the curiosity of our father before and now all of the all of my brother, Giuseppe, our sister Francesca, me. You it's work very well as a team, don't you? We believe in the team, Yeah. in the family, in the team. So every time we try the wine, for example, is minimum six, seven people. 
family and then the guys that work with us in, uh, in the winery. So, so, far, so what are your main, in terms of your main production, just give me the numbers again. How, how many hectares do you have in total? Uh, yeah, a little bit more than 60. Which is uh, very large, isn't it? And how much of that is um, Nebbiolo? 30-40%. And that is bottled as uh, Lange or Barolo, Barbaresco? Both. Okay. Uh, Barolo especially and Nebbiolo, Lange Nebbiolo. And then Barbera and then Dolcetto. So tell me about Barbera, it's a grape that I love. Uh, okay. variety. What's special about Barbera? Is uh, is the motivation that our mother uh, decided to marry our father is the Barbera. So really, <laughs> in, it's uh, a family show. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. She loved the the, the wine, the Barbera from Papa. <laughs> so he seduced uh, her with the Barbera, right? He, yeah. He, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a uh, it's a great moment to Barolo. But uh, the crazy things of Vira is that yes. We are happy to Nebbiolo, to Barolo, but we believe in our roots. That's the motivation that, yeah, we grow something like 16 different kind of grape. So what about for white wine? Oh, Riesling. <laughs> Riesling and? Um, Chardonnay, Sauvignon, Nascetta. Nascetta. That is a white local grape. What uh, does that taste of, the Nascetta? It's a great acidity mm-hmm. and some vintage, especially the, the most warm, there is also a, a smell like, uh, remember the hawk, the acacia. Acacia. But it's, uh, it's semi-aromatic grapes. We love in a blends because uh, also with the Riesling gave out a lot of acidity. So the Riesling gives the, the, the backbone and the Nascetta gives the, the perfume. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, we have a lot of white grapes. I hope in the next weeks that we start to plant it, uh, some Baratuchat. Some what? Exactly. <laughs> there are two hectares in all of the wards. Say that again. Baratuchat. Baratuchat. Uh, do you know Anna Schneider? So Anna, Anna Schneider is a um, professor of um, viticulture, but she's an expert in identifying grape varieties by looking at the leaves and the stems and etc. Uh, etc. Et she's so, an ampelographer. So ampelologist, I should say. We want to preserve our roots. So in the last years and in the next years, we have project to plant it a lot of this whole kind of grape. But are you finding them in your vineyards? Is she going around and saying, right, there's a row of, say, 100 vines, and all of them are, whatever they are, Barbera and Nebbiolo, whatever, and then she sees one and says, hang on, that leaf and the experiment, that's completely different. And then she goes back to her lab and she does all sorts of measurements and tests. She says, actually, that's a completely different variety. And then she's taking cuttings from that and propagating it and allowing you then to replant. Exactly. So are you kind of pioneers with that, or is, is Anna Schneider working with other producers in Piemonte to really try and resurrect some of these forgotten or lost or thought to be lost varieties? She worked with some winery, especially I think uh, in the past with Castello di Neve from Barbaresco area and yeah, with Vaira, big work. Because <laughs> we did a, last summer, I was at it was Winery, the Vaira Winery, and Anna Schneider was there, and we, she gave us a briefing on, on how to identify the various grapes, either the leaf shape of the leaf and all that sort of stuff, and whether the, the leaf was serrated, had like jacket edges or not. And we all took notes, and I have to say, I was absolutely hopeless when we were told to, you know, walk five paces this way, you'll see a vine on your left, what is it? And uh, I was just like the bottom of the class. Uh, do you find <laughs> it difficult identifying these varieties? No. Oh! No, no, <laughs> yes. Give me some, give me no, some solidarity. No, no, no. I feel terrible. It's the only, how do you say, exam at university that I take the, the marks was the recognized divines. So. And you got the top marks, did you? <laughs> yeah, the only only exam that I take 30. That <laughs> I, I love to stay in the vineyards. That's the point. And, uh, and when, okay, if you know Anna Snyder, you love the person, you love everything she she talk about now so so when you're in the vineyard um, i know that you love uh, being in the vineyard are you quite a shy you you, well, you are a shy but you're quite a solitary guy quite a shy person you love a little bit of solitude out in the vineyard doing your stuff i love freedom yeah our father he made this work to the freedom and if my brother i 
our sister, everybody continues this work is, uh, is that because we love freedom. When you are in the vineyards, you work, it's, it's hard, no? We say that uh, la terra è bassa, no? The, 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 the earth is low. Yeah, so it's not easy to work, but sometimes you, your heads go up and you see nature and you see the mountains, the helps, uh, and you listen to the birds and uh, nothing this give freedom to the heart like. yes you're very smartly dressed today but you, you yeah. consider yourself a <laughs> I love shirts <laughs> yeah I can see that a very smart smartly dressed day but normally when you see is in his in his vineyard he's got his shorts on and a t-shirt and uh, you are like a contadino a, a, a noble farmer contadino can literally translate as a peasant but that's not what I'm trying to say he's you know you really do feel at ease you're, you're not very at ease behind uh, answering emails I know that from from meeting you you're not very at ease when I take photographs no. of you I managed to get a nice one of you <laughs> you are a guy that's um very much you love being out you love hearing the birds sing don't you when they're flying around and the, the flowers that you find in the vineyard yeah yeah that's the motivation that I decide to continue this work yeah your uh, smile yeah. when I talk about that because I know that you're quite shy <laughs> um, when I talk about all these things you're doing in the video you, you, your smile just gets bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. this must I'm, be very far, bad that you're in the glass box which is our, what our studio is with, with wires and cables and plugs and things like that it's a very unnatural environment um, and you're, you've got your arms firmly crossed and so um, I know for you being interviewed you don't like talking about yourself because you're a little bit shy but uh, but when you open up you come out with some some, some fantastic little uh, lines I mean are you really into the birds flying around your vineyards so your family because a lot of families don't like having birds flying around because they eat the grapes but you don't have that view do you yeah we we like in, in a way of the organic we we start to think about uh, all of the water that we use in uh, in the cellar to, to cleaning now to filter and to use again no? so we created this uh, little lake it's not little but it's, it's a lake close to the winery and uh, it's beautiful because it became a reserve of nature to animals and and ducks wild ducks and uh, fox and uh, everything do your neighbors and friends do they think you're a little bit crazy if one day we start to have also cow, I think so. <laughs> is, is that what you want? Yeah. But you're not going to go biodynamic. You just want that. You would have them just for their manure to make compost or because you love the animals? Because we want to to have like a... Self-sufficient. A cycle. Exactly. Yeah. A cycle of, of farm. A um, cycle of life. In, in the past was uh, like this. And then there was like a spe- specialization. Yeah, and so and, monoculture. Uh, exactly. Instead of polyculture. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, we want to think in a different way. We, this is our desire. Maybe so would the cows go near where you, you created a lake? Obviously, they need to, to drink a lot of water to stay healthy. Obviously, they grass as well. But would they, would they be allowed to go near the lake so they could uh, drink? We want to have freedom. We have a lot of lands that were also vineyard is not good to plant it. It's a land where we have a lot of grass, so a lot of humidity. So they so, can graze. Exactly. We want freedom. But would you be? Would they be milk cows or would they just be cows that ate and um, grazed and, and left their manure? I don't know now because we have a lot of idea, <laughs> a lot of dream in the family. Yeah, we we want to have a, a 100% farm. No, right, a close, like a closed cycle, self-sufficient farm. Yeah. So is your, I mean, is Francesca, does she love the idea of cows, your sister? Yeah. But and your mum and dad? I think that, yes. The family of our mother, they, they had a, a farm just with cow. Uh, so there's that so, history in the family. Yeah, when we were kids with Giuseppe, Francesca and our cousin, our dream was to be a... Um, Allevatore. So we, we Which is a big thing in Piemonte, the beef we, is very well known and, and highly loved and we, we had our business plan, so we start with a little cow and then we we, we help to grow and then we sell and we buy two and uh, and uh, we had our grandfather that he, he made his work so 
Uh, that was our dream when we were kids, and then yeah, life now is is where we are. And but this is uh, when you are a kid, you have a dream, and uh, and you have a simplicity in your heart. And so this is, uh, I think, so. we want to to be like kids, not that uh, no mental uh, stress. Uh, yeah, bored and uh, you want stimulation. Yeah, yeah, we want to to have the freedom of of the kids. So what what we often forget in if you. If you go to a vineyard, it's often silent. There's no birds flying around. Obviously, there are no cows mooing or owls you know, flying or insects buzzing around. And really, as a barometer of, of wine quality, uh, anybody that goes to taste wine, don't spend your, all of your time in the, in, the, in the tasting room. Get out into the vineyards and see what's going on. If you go to the viral winery, um, it's so obvious why their wines are so good. You walk around, it's just everything is grass. There's, there's flowers all over the place. As you say, the birds flying around. So there's noise, there are smells, there's sounds and there's that biodiversity when you walk in through the vineyards because we'd spent that day doing it yep. trying to identify the, the, the great variety of Anna Schneider and you feel this lovely spongy soil and you think oh well, this has obviously got lots of worms in it and lots of microbiology and then you go and taste the wines and they're clean and they're bright and they're clear and they taste the variety and of the sense of place I'm doing your appetizing here for you but that is what it's like and there's no it's not like a secret or, or, or a coincidence that when you go to the viral winery the wines taste as they do because of what they are doing and, and what they're not doing in the vineyard which is messing things up they're letting nature have as much freedom as possible so I want. I, when you get the cows you've got to let me know mate and I'm yeah, going to come back and, and check them out Yeah, <laughs> I love cows you know that but my brother and sister they are very jealous to, to me because I because you're coming today <laughs> yeah but also because I have this freedom but uh, looks I'm this is the, the what zone. free time to come and yeah, be interviewed yeah, exactly. <laughs> well I, I'll write to Francesca I'll let know I gave you a really hard grilling no and um, no I mean it's great to see you Izzy from the Viral Winery in Piemonte thanks for sharing with us um, yeah. insight into your family really I think that's the nicest thing I can say you know you've got a family that is universally liked the kids you know your parents have done a wonderful job you've got these kids that are rounded and really hard working and fun and modest you're in a famous wine region but you're all incredibly modest as, as humans and um, and that is why I think you have this rapport with nature and um, with with animals both large and small thanks Izzy just one thing go on last one <laughs> When Giuseppe, he was 16, he would like to be a doctor, an engineer and a winemaker. So just remind us who Giuseppe is. He's my brother, the oldest, the first one. Especially he would like to be a doctor because he said that uh, the social motivation is, is to help the life of the people, no? And one day, he was 16, uh, one day he came back from high school and he asked to our father, Papa, what is the social motivation to make wine? So this was a, a big question. In our living room, we have one paint and Papa, he looked, these paints and he said Giuseppe a paint or a painting painting mm-hmm. he said Giuseppe our work is like this you do not need to have a, a life but also you do not need to read a book to have a good life or, or listen to music or also drink a glass of wine but life without these things is, is, is not a good kind of life no? so this is Vaira no? so our desire is especially today when you read a open newspaper you read a bad news what is wine in, in these words now so we try to to open the heart of everybody you know and maybe we are not perfect but this is our design thanks, thanks to everybody thanks Izzy for coming today to the GDE Vital Winery in Piemonte a fantastic family very articulate and um, got a great sensibility about you thanks Izzy welcome follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram 